Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. On today's episode, we're going to talk about five ways to raise children who love God. And real briefly, I'm going to direct you to my ebook, Powerful Parenting. You can find that in Amazon. It's a Kindle edition, and it's a nice and short read. On uh, You'll find real-life examples on how to create a peaceful home environment, how to diffuse arguments. There's prayers and declarations for you to strengthen your marriage and family. And especially if you feel like you've messed up as a parent or you've failed, which are all lies, by the way, this will help you and remind you that as God's child and as a powerful parent, you'll, you have the tools you need inside to make an eternal impact on your family. That is $9.99 on Amazon. Again, the Kindle edition. All right, so we're going to jump into five ways to raise children who love God. I shared my resource that I have for you on Amazon. And now I want to say number one is normalize it. Normalize what? Normalize talking about God the Father. Normalize talking about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, as much as possible, just like everyday life. Normalize talking about heaven, the plans God has for them. Really encourage you to bring God into everything. And I'm not talking about religion and rules. And I mean, of course, the laws God gave us help us stay protected. And I do tell our children about that. But I'm talking about helping, walking them into their own relationship with God. Now we lead them, we guide direct, and I want you to hear this when I say, okay, more is caught than taught. So I really lean into what example am I being and Holy Spirit, would you help me be a better example? But it is more than caught is caught than taught. It's really how we're being, what we're doing. Do they see you pray? Do they see, you know, my children see me pray. They see me pray in the spirit. They see me and then we take communion together. So number one is normalize it. Number two, ask questions. I really love this. And I'm going to share with you questions that will help provoke or promote just a really cool answer for them and like really actually provoke them to think about what they're thinking about and how do we use this muscle? Like how, you know, using our spiritual muscles and flexing our spiritual muscles or expanding them is like anything. When we work out, we kind of tear that muscle. We tear that muscle until it becomes bigger, like blood flows to it and the muscle becomes bigger. And it's just like flexing our spiritual or using our spiritual senses. I have shared with my kids, we have spiritual senses, just like we have natural senses, the taste, the smell, the touch that, you know, all our senses. And so I'll ask questions like, how do you think God sees that? How do you feel like God sees your brother right now? You know, this morning, just this morning, we were doing our truth statements or declarations, and I can share a few with you if you want, but there's more in my book, Powerful Parenting. And especially when our 
one of our children was like, I don't want to go to so-and-so's today. And I'm like, you're going to have an awesome time. I'm not forcing that on them, but she does create her day as well because she's like, last time I didn't want to go, I had a horrible time. And I'm like, well, that's because you kind of <laughs> shared that you were you're like, you you know what I mean? Set her intention to have a horrible time. And, and you know how we can get in our moods and attitudes. And I'm like, guys, let's do our declarations. And they start out with like, I'm powerful. I'm a child of God. They say their names. They say I'm sharp, bright, quick, and alert. I have what it takes to overcome. And especially this, I love this one. If I fall, I get back up. If I fail, I move forward. And a lot of times this came from like um, other parents or things I learned along the way for many years. But I, when I failed as a child, it was failure and it really, really wasn't accepted. So it created performance-based love. And so I don't want that for my kids. I want them to understand. Of course, I learned years and years later that you can fail forward and you can learn from your failures. Failure doesn't define you. Okay. It teaches you. And I didn't understand that my whole life. And that shaped a lot of who I was, especially seeking performance, like love from God. If I perform this or I perform that, I'm still walking out of some of that. So going back to today, I was like, all right, let's close our eyes and take a deep breath. And I want you to just imagine Jesus in your heart, you know, and imagine Jesus. And I want you to hold his hand and just walk with him. I said, kids, what is Jesus saying to you? Our oldest, our 10-year-old, well, we have a 22-year-old, right? She's out of the house. Our oldest, our 10-year-old, Vivian, he likes how I flush the toilet. Okay, Vivian, let's go back and ask him again. Now, Holy Spirit has a sense of humor, but let's just say you can tell, <laughs> right? You can tell. So I was like, let's ask again. And something else beautiful came. And, and Declan was like, he loves how I build. And Izzy, he loves how I love colors or something. It was so beautiful. But that connection, I continually want to continue to encourage and stoke the flames and really Holy Spirit's fanning the flame, but I'm kind of creating that environment to help them connect with the Father, right? Number three, teach and reason with them. Teach and reason with them. So let's say something happens and they're really upset about it or they're just not having a good day or just whatever, they fall, right? They fail in something. I can reason with them. Like, Let's talk about this when they're of age, of course, you know, I love love and logic. I love any of the love and logic and Danny Silk's books, Unpunishable, all the parent, all the books and beautiful mentors that have shaped who I am as a parent. And along the way, we just fall and get back up, right? We learn, but teaching them and reasoning with them, if somebody is crossing their boundaries or someone's trying to, or if someone's, it's not like, well, you know, because I said so, which you, you know, remember, I'm not an expert at this. I'm sharing my thoughts, right, on this platform, this blessed platform. I like to reason with my children and ask them questions that help them think and critically think for themselves. And just they get that opportunity because we're asking questions and talking about it and reasoning. And then they're they're learning from these beautiful, like, these falls and they're learning from these lessons they can do differently next time and it strengthens them every time the compassion when we teach and reason that with them with compassion and grace and no I'm not perfect at this at all and I'm happy to share flaws I'm happy to be obviously an open book and vulnerable and raw and gosh I can on another episode go into really the turning point in my parenting where I'll share with you the turning point in my parenting if it comes up again I'll see what Holy Spirit wants me to share. But when it comes to teaching and reasoning with them, it's a gift to reason and teach them. I'm not saying talk your way out of in and out of things and why you're disciplining and all that. I'm saying, what did you learn from this? And what, you know, teach and reason with them. Number four is activations and or sh um, sharing with them like today. Okay, guys, close your eyes and picture Jesus. And you might not agree and that's totally okay. 
you don't have to agree with the things I say. Um, I really believe imagination is a beautiful place to meet with a father, and he's actually healed a lot. I've, um, he's healed me a lot and just met me in that because I feel like once our imaginations are cleansed and continually cleansed with the living water, it can be such a beautiful meeting place with the Lord and children's imaginations. Oh, I get to shape them and help them and let them just, oh, so many things come out of that. And so just having them, okay, guys, open your hands and feel the Lord. Do you feel heat? What do you feel? Like, how do you help your children connect with the Father? And these are ways to raise them, children who love the Lord. Activations like their declarations and saying their true statements and saying who they are, because of course we know our brain uh, listens to our voice and our a lot of times faith is voice activated and just teaching them their powerful children, right? And then devotions and prayer time. Lastly, I love Ivan Tate's, uh, he, he might not be well known, but back a couple years ago in, when I was a single parent, uh, he came to a church in Minnesota and had powerful altar calls for wounded the wounded and I definitely went forward for those and got anointed and prayed over and I really cherish their ministry what matters ministry they rescue uh, orphans and widows and they're beautiful and he has letters from God for children this is so neat because not only do you read a devotional then you have questions that again get them to think about what is faith and what it, and it goes deep and it's okay to go deep because our children like Bill Johnson has said, and it blessed me so much and taught me so much that there is no junior Holy Spirit. And I try to approach that. I mean, definitely I don't give them away to the world. I don't give them heavy, heavy things. But in this world and day and age when they're like, mom, what's he selling children or what's sacrifice? I mean, we go into those, but I, I was like, guys, we can only talk about this for a short time. So it kind of scratches the itch and then we kind of move on and dust it off because it's so heavy. And I do not want to weigh them down with the cares of this world, but I actually do want to equip them to overcome and be overcomers and powerful people and not, quite frankly, like out of it and not tapped in and not present. Like I was really, I escaped most of my childhood because of pain, just trying to do things right this this time around, right? And devotions and spending time, there is a difference I encourage you, there is a difference when you sit down and you study the word of God together and make it fun and make it however you want, whatever fits your family. There is a difference when I do that with my house, in, my, in our household together. Sometimes my husband joins, other times he doesn't. It depends if he's working. Uh, when we do it at night, it's a beautiful way for the kids to go to bed. And I, I, in peace, you know, with a word on their heart and mind. But when I switch, I switch it around just to what serves us. Another couple of good books, and I've taken pictures of these and posted them. Well, it's been a while. It's been in my stories is any of the Gifts of the Spirit books from Dan McCollum. The Gifts of the Spirit, there's like books one through three, four through six, and seven through nine. And it's a beautiful stories, very beautiful stories on how to use the Gifts of the Spirit and how children can activate it. We haven't gone through the deep questions as much because I just love the stories and then we ask our own questions, but there are tools out there to help you build into your children and this this stuff, this creates lasting fruit. We do this on the daily. We don't do devotions every day, but we do practice, we like cultivate and cultivate our children's hearts. We bring heaven into everything if possible. And you know, I want to say something. I took a video the other day, I haven't posted it yet, of our children worshiping. And it was from the Holy Forever by Bethel. And then there was just sometimes we dance to Thunder. And I do not approve of Imagine Dragons. But the Lord definitely spoke to me through Thunder and how 
he speaks in lightning and thunder. And so I will not restrict them. Like I do not play thunder all the time. I do not play, dude, there's certain times where worship is going constantly on our music, you know, Alexa, it's going, we're going constantly because I want to saturate my home with worship and with heaven and angels are totally attentive to the word of God and clean, pure worship. But there's other times that we're going to rock out. We're going to rock out to Garth Brooks. We're going to rock out to whatever. And I skip songs that are inappropriate, but I really expose isn't the word want to reveal to my children. There's, you can worship God in with all sorts of music. And I definitely stay away. Like I am a you know, I stay away from stuff that's junk. Okay. But I also had to really heal and be more flexible when it comes to, I want them to find their way with the Lord and know he isn't boring and stuffy and he, Holy Spirit can speak through movies. We don't watch TV, but shows and different things. And they can experience God in their everyday. Going again over briefly, the steps, five ways to raise children who love God. Just my opinion. Wanted to share my heart, my resource, powerful parenting on Amazon, a Kindle ebook. We normalize it. We talk about God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and heaven. We ask questions. How do you think God sees you? What is Jesus saying to them? And we point to them back to the Lord. And if they ask questions where I'm like, the Lord's like, tell them to ask me. I, I ask them or I tell them, ask the father. Heaven will answer you you know, get in agreement with that. We teach and reason with them, build into them precept upon precept, activations or true statements, how the, how to like walk them through hearing from the Lord, opening their hands to feel the anointing, all that, and devotions. Buy a good devotional, get, some, get your hand on something, ask the Lord to lead you, right, to a bookstore or ask your friends, what do you use, you know? Um, and we love letters from God for children by Ivan Tate and definitely all the books by Dan McCollum and really setting aside a time cultivating the spiritual atmosphere in your home. I hope this has been a blessing. I, would you mind going to leave a review and any stars you choose a review, an honest review of us or share this episode or pass this along. We're so blessed by the listeners all over the world. And we just love to bring glory to God through this platform. I hope you enjoyed five ways to raise children who love God till next time.